Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today on the show, we have Chris Walls with Go Minis. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, Lee. Glad to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Go Minis. How are you serving folks? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you there for a second, Lee. Um, tell us a little bit about Go Minis. Well, we are a portable storage company. We help people move and store their goods, and it's uh, probably one of the most convenient solutions out there. So if you're, uh, you need something, uh, if you're going to move, for example, we rent by the month, we can deliver the container to you, say, uh, you know, the first of the month, and you're going to move on the 15th, you have two weeks to load it up, you give us a call, we can pick it up and move it across town for you to your new place, drop it off in the driveway there, and you could unload it and uh, take two weeks to do that since we rent by the month. So it's one of the most convenient and non-stressful ways to move. And we also use it for storage. So if you have, you know, maybe you have uh, pool furniture or you just have too much stuff around the house. You give us a call, we drop it off for you, you load it up. We can store it at your property, or we can take it and store it on our premises for you. And when you need it, you just give us a call, we bring it back. So it's a pretty convenient, uh, a simple option for storage, and uh, a lot better than traditional self-storage, where you have to rent a truck and load it up and then unload it and that sort of thing. So it really saves you a lot of time and um, a lot of frustration, frankly. Now, um, what was the genesis of the idea? How did this come about? Well, we were formed in 2002, and I, I think that uh, the founder was a, a man by the name of Bill Norris, who's still involved with the company and a shareholder. Uh, he's moved away from the day to day, obviously, but he, he saw what Pods was doing and thought he had a better idea, a more convenient idea. Pods is one of our major competitors, and uh, our delivery system is much different than theirs. Uh, we have larger containers, and uh, he, but the idea itself was just a great idea. And he wanted to expound and, and make it uh, what he thought was a little better. And I would agree that it, our system is a little better than all the competitors out there. So now, uh, is it that the container that I'm going to get, I can use it as my personal storage unit down the road, or I can just use it to transfer belongings from one place to another? No, so you can keep it for long, as long as you like. In fact, we have a number of people who do that years and years. Uh, which always surprises me. Uh, but yeah, you could you could keep it for uh, a few days if that's all you needed it. We rent, do rent by the month. You can keep it for the month. You can keep it for two months, three months, several months. It doesn't matter. Now, if I'm going to have that on my property, is that something that I have to worry about permitting or getting permission? Or is that something that it's just like kind of a shed and they don't care? Generally, no. There are a few uh, towns, primarily in California, uh, that have come up with some ordinances for how long they could be there or you may need a permit. But the vast majority, 99.5%, uh, it's a temporary structure. You don't need any type of uh, permitting or any anything along those lines. Even though the temporary might be a year or two, like it that, that that's correct. And I think that's what's happened, right? Is that some people have come, kind of put it out there. Hey, that's been there. You know, the, the code guy may go by. That's been there for two years. We should probably look into that, that sort of thing, or some neighbor may complain or something along those lines, but it could be for quite some time. But given that it's not affixed to the ground, it's all, our containers are actually on wheels. Uh, it's pretty temporary. 
Now, um, what does it look like from the franchisee standpoint? What kind of um, kind of background or uh, skills or um, you know career path had they been on prior to getting involved with you? <laughs> you know, it, that's really good question, and they're they're from all over. Initially, we had a lot of people who were in the mo- in the moving business, so this wasn't necessarily their primary business, and that's changed a little bit. And we have them from from all different types. We have ex corporate folks. We have, you know, obviously people that are moving, people that are just looking for their next uh, um, endeavors and, and they look at the numbers and say, hey, this really works. And it's a relatively simple business to operate. So if, if I'm looking for someone, you know, the, the key franchisee, you need someone, I think, that is, is just motivated to go out and, and market and become a member of their community. I mean, the, the folks, one of the things that we believe sets us apart is that we are local. We have the support of a franchisor who's a national organization, but each one of our franchisees gets involved in the, in the local community, donating containers when they can for food drives or uh, for certain charity in, uh, events. You know, a lot of our guys donate to local sports teams so they can use them to store their things and that sort of stuff. And that's just being part of the community. Uh, and, and we look for folks that are willing to do those types of things. And, you know, the more knowledge they have about marketing, the better off they're going to be, but we can certainly train them and teach them all the different techniques we have on the digital marketing side and that sort of stuff. But I, I'm a true believer in that while you have to do the digital marketing day in and day out, you know, there, there still is no uh, substitute for actually meeting people, shaking hands and, and uh, uh, obviously in a COVID safe manner these days, uh, but getting out in the community and getting people to know that you're the local guy that can su- supply these types of things. It really makes a big difference. Now, is a consumer typically kind of a, that residential consumer or is it a B2B play as well where business people are using it uh, as well as kind of people that are just moving or just have a lot of stuff? It, it's both, Lee. We have uh, about once you get established with a, a franchise, probably 25 to 30 percent of your business is going to be commercial. And that could be a local builder. Uh, in, that could be a restoration company, uh, that sort of thing. And then you do com- uh, the residential side, which is moving and storage. Also, uh, restoration projects. Hey, I'm redoing my kitchen and I really don't have a place to put uh, store everything while, you know, the, the new stuff came in early. I got to put that somewhere and I have to take delivery of it or I have a place to, to put some of the old stuff or, you know, I don't want everything to get dirty and, and that's in the home and it's going to be a mess. Let me throw all my furniture that I'm going to keep in there and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, redoing my floors and getting new carpets, that sort of stuff. So the franchisee, I would imagine, wants to become best friends with the real estate agent, the mortgage person, like that whole kind of, uh, you know, uh, real estate mafia group of people that are uh, kind of serving the community? Absolutely. And, and we've had some really creative uh, things done in that way where uh, uh, our franchisees have created a partnership with a local realtor, a successful realtor, and the realtor would actually offer a go mini as part of the listing. Uh, you know, some people use, you know, they're going to use them for staging. Hey, let's get rid of the clutter. Where are we going to put it? We can put it in a go mini and the realtor will we'll work a deal with the realtor They'll deliver that, and um, it, everybody's happy along those lines. We've also had some guys who went out and, and actually had magnets made for some of the more successful re- realtors in their market. And when they put the GoMini in the driveway, there's a big almost billboard of that realtor provided by uh, Joe Smith Realty, that sort of thing. So that's worked out well. So, yes, that's actually one key area to, to that we encourage our franchisees to go out and try to explore and go to those realtor meetings and get to know the 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 realtors who are doing well in the area. Now, um, 
in order to be the franchisee, do you, is it something that I have to actually ha- take possession of all of these storage units? Like, do I have to have kind of a big space where I can hold dozens and dozens of storage units? Yes, you do. And we recommend about an acre of land. Uh, you don't need a building. Uh, our containers are built so that they can withstand the weather. They're air, they're watertight uh, and they're made of uh, steel, galvanized steel in most places. And they last uh, quite a long time. Uh, they, our containers last about 20 years to 25 years. Uh, they're quite durable. But you would need, a, a, we, as we say, we recommend uh, about an acre of land that's fenced uh, and has some security. Uh, the good thing is um, most of our folks uh, that rent our containers generally don't come back to them. We bring them to them. So it's not like you're going to have a lot of public coming in and out like you would at a self-storage unit. It's a little different model, but you do need uh, you do need that land. And, you know, in some of the uh, more dense areas, you can put that outside of the community that you're serving. So you can find uh, land a little bit cheaper that makes the economics of the franchise a little better as well. Now, when you're buying the franchise, is it something that, oh, I buy – 50 or I buy 100, is that how you sell this or is that how it's sold or is it just like when you get a franchise that includes X number of units? We sell the franchise based on the uh, population in in the franchise territory that you get your protected territory. So depending on the size of the territory and generally we like to start generally like to start about 400,000 as our smallest that we'll sell now. Uh, You're going to need containers if you had a 400,000 uh, person territory in your first year, you're going to buy 68 containers. And then as your territory, uh, if, if it gets bigger, obviously you buy more containers and then you have an obligation to buy containers uh, every year until you reach a certain saturation point. So it's something that it kind of, it, it, you don't have to kind of buy it all on day one. You can kind of grow into it as you, as the, as kind of your brand matures in that market. That is exactly correct. And it works out very well. We like to have people fully stocked when they start out so they can get out there and start putting them in the community. And maybe they have some extras. And sometimes, like I said, they donate or they put them in a, in a, a good spot so people can see them. Because one of our best ways of marketing is, is, is the container. Right. <laughs> right. The container. It's a big billboard. And your neighbor sees it and says, hey, what's that? It's like, oh, we're redoing our floors and we put all our furniture. Hey, we're doing that next month, too. That's a great idea. Next thing you know, we have free containers in that neighborhood. Uh, so now, we always want to be prepared for that. Um, were you kind of affected by that container shortage that you hear so much about with the supply chain disruption? <laughs> Very much so. Uh, I'm, I'm, 2021 was a great year for us from a growth standpoint. And uh, our containers, we had the, a record number of containers ordered, and we had a record number of containers get caught up in that uh, shipping crisis. Um, so it was uh, it was very painful, quite frankly, as we're having such a great year to have containers that used to take uh, 10 weeks to get here, uh, now taking, you know, months and months and months. Uh, we had some frustrated franchisees. I was very frustrated, uh, but we worked through it. And, you know, one of the things that I've discovered through the crisis is there's a difference between having vendors and partners and, and our container providers, which we call minis, our mini providers, uh, were our partners. You know, they, they informed us what was going on. They stepped up and they helped out. We went back to our franchisees and informed them what was going on. They stepped up and they helped out. And the franchisor from the corporate office was able to help out because the cost went through the roof. We were seeing shipping that I was paying 5X the time, uh, you know, 5X what I paid last year, which is just crazy. And, you know, we made a decision as a company, as a board, that this is temporary and we can't let this stop our growth. 
So that's why we went out and, and we tried to put everybody together and say, it's going to cost us more, but we're going to split that cost up a little bit for this one year to try and get everybody the containers that they need as quickly as possible. And we were able to do that. We finally got them all delivered this year and we saw just phenomenal growth. The best, it's the best year we ever had in 2021. We're going to have close to 30% network growth this year. So I think we made the right decisions, even though it was a little costly for us. Now, um, has that um, crisis abated or are you still kind of working your way through it? We're still working our way through it. It has abated somewhat. We saw some pricing come down here late in 2021, and but nowhere near what it used to be. And the timeframes have shortened as well, which is almost as important for us. And uh, we expect that to, to come down uh, as we move through 2022. Uh, and talking with, I'm not a shipping expert, but I've become one more than I would like, to be honest with you. Um, when uh, in 2023, they do expect it to debate as new ships come online uh, that they've been building for the last two years or so and help relieve things. So it's definitely getting better, but it's still not good. And um, so what do you need more of? Like, are you looking, are you actively looking for franchises in certain um, regions or like, how has your growth been? Is it from kind of the west to the east or are you just taking them where they come we, we take them where they come we do have certain areas that we we target that are available we're in 40 states right now we're going to we're going to crest 100 franchisees this year we had we added 14 new franchisees last year which is a record year for us wow and and yeah it was phenomenal and what i love to see very honestly is a lot of the growth came from internal uh from folks that are already in the system so they were just so, yeah. buying more territories yeah, which to me is just, okay, I really think this business is, is doing well for us, going places. And we added a lot of things this year. Uh, what, what I've talked to the corporate staff about is how does the franchisor add value to the franchisee? How do we grow their business? So when we looked at different things this year, we, uh, we did our first national television commercials. Uh, we did a couple and we, and we went and had a studio do it and really came out spectacularly. We ran them for a couple of weeks in October, uh, really as a test run just to see which uh, channels uh, perform the best. And then we're going to do uh, in, in earnest in spring, which is our seasonality when we start to get busy again or busier. Uh, and uh, run, you know, we'll have a couple of months of running that commercial. So, you know, we're doing things like that. We just did an animation, which you're thinking if you, if you watch any television, see advertisements, you're seeing a lot more of the animation. We did that. So, and we had it broken down so our franchisees could use it at, uh, on their local Locally, markets if right. they like to, or if they wanted to do social media. We had it, you know, it's a, it's a one minute animation. It's cut down to 30, cut down to 15, cut down to 10, and cut down to six. So they can use it in a lot of their social media, hired in some marketing folks to help them with their social media campaigns and and make sure everybody's up to snuff on that. Um, we've come up, we revamped what we call our quote engine, quote engine online, which is a, uh, the primary way that our franchisees get their business. And we're actually in the middle of a new operating system that we created internally. And it's really from cradle to grave that it takes leads that come in from the, the quote engine. It, it internalizes them, puts them right into uh, the operating system automatically, gives our franchisees the ability to communicate with uh, the customer, the potential customer via text, via um, uh, email if they'd like, does the contract automatically with e-signatures, processes the credit cards, does helps with the delivery text the client when we're on our way. I mean, the system from Soup to Nuts is just phenomenal, and that's only available to GoMini's franchisees and no one else. 
Now, um, I would imagine if somebody's buying additional, the franchisees buying additional territories, there's a lot of economies of scale in terms of if I got an acre, I can just pop and get another half acre, another acre adjacent, and then keep all the storage yeah, and, units together. And absolutely. You can do that right there. You can stack the containers if you have a forklift uh, and for storage. And, you know, the other side of the coin is if you have an acre on the west side of town and you want to expand to the east side of town, you can get a smaller, let's get a half acre lot and, and, and get the economies there. And the beautiful thing about this franchise is it does not take a lot of employees to run and it scales so nicely as you grow. And when you look at, you know, when you start out, you can do it with one person. One person could be driving the truck and, and with our new system and could be answering uh, potential clients and that sort of thing. Uh, usually it's, it's two, but that grows. When you start out at 100 containers, two people can handle that. 200 containers, that's still two people. When you get over 200, maybe you're going to add another truck. Uh, so now, and, and that'll take you maybe to 400 containers. So you can, you can really grow and you don't have to add a lot of employees, which is, we all know in today's market, yeah, that's... Uh, very, very diff difficult to find. So it, that's a, it's a big, big selling point for us. And uh, our largest franchisee only uses six employees. Now, are you seeing this as kind of a some folks doing it with like a parent and a child, like a recent graduate? This like kind of gives them a family business that they can run together. We're seeing that. We're seeing you know corporate refugees. Uh, we're seeing people that have other businesses and they started looking at this and say, hey, this might not be a bad adjunct. For example, some of our best franchisees are actually self storage owners, and they're maxed out. And for them to expand, sometimes it's impossible. So when they look at this, they say, geez, I'm getting a lot of people here who need storage. Maybe I can offer them a mobile storage. Right. It's just and, more um, options on their menu. Right. And they can go find a lot that's going to be in another town that maybe is cheaper. And they can do that. And the economies uh, that they're going to get from the mobile storage is going to be better than their self-storage, which is a very good business in and of itself. Well, congratulations on all the success. If somebody wants to learn more about the opportunity, what's the website? Website is www.gominis.com. And that's, they can find out if they need storage and they can find out about the opportunity there. Yep. We have a franchising website right off of that as well. You can click right through it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today, Chris. It was uh, great chatting with you. Same here, Lee. Nice meeting you. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio. 